Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. What's going on, nerds? Check, check, what up? There you go. Test, test. I had Aaron all fucked up. (laughs) I'm already all fucked up, so. Testies! (laughs) This is the Comic Zone Podcast. You already know. Got DJ Nike in the building. And Aaron. What's up? back. And I'm Mike. We don't really have a topic today, so we're just going to go fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Technical difficulties. We're just going to fucking wing it here and just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Off the cuff. Kind of do that anyway. Yeah, we do. (laughs) To be fair. It's going to be fully off the rails today. (laughs) Well, what I was talking about right before we started, fucking... Everybody's getting ready to get stop doing hard copies of movies and TV shows, which for me is depressing. It's very depressing. Uh, They're not going to do DVDs and shit? Or you mean the stores aren't going to sell them? Uh, if the stores stop selling them, that means they're probably going to stop making them. You know what I mean? That seems like a bad idea. I agree. Yeah. The hard copy is if nice. What lean- happens if you don't have the internet because of something? Yeah, if we lean too hard on... Streaming on streaming, cable, yeah, yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, something happens. Solar flare takes out the internet forever. (laughs) You know what I mean? And they have to rebuild it. Solar flare takes out the internet. We got more shit to worry about. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm just saying in general. Like for one, like I like having hard copies because there's still shit that you can't do with streaming services. You can't do slow mo. Yeah, there's half the time they don't have the bonus features. the slow is a big one for me, like especially for fight scenes and shit. I love doing those. I wonder if it's because, like, most people aren't are just aren't buying, buying them. Shit. Yeah, yeah it, that's it, why it's it, going obsolete. Yeah, and and I get it. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of times that <laughs> I'm to the point, and I hate to say this, where I wouldn't even get up out of my chair if, like, if I know uh, Matrix is streaming on fucking Max, Max <laughs> and I own all three. It's like, yeah. I don't have to get up to change out the disc. I can just go. <laughs> but if I want to actually like watch it, watch and do like the fights and slow mo, or I want the yeah. bonus scenes, I'm still getting up to put my fucking DVDs or my Blu-rays in. So I don't like the fact that they're getting away, away from them. And the reason I noticed is today's Tuesday, so today's new movie release day. Yeah. And I knew Best Buy was getting ready to stop doing it. Target uh, said they were getting ready to stop doing it. Walmart says they're still holding on for right now, which means they'll be the only place you can get new shit from other than on like the internet yeah i mean yeah you can still amazon it but you know a lot of times you want to go to the store and get it that day uh but they said that they were going to phase it out and target and best buy this year they've already taken the new release section off uh the best buy website oh wow and the target website because uh we were just talking about uh before we started we were talking about Crisis Justice on. Justice League uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth Part One came out like January 9th. I don't know how I missed that, so I was like, "Oh shit, I need to go get it." And fucking Walmart's the only place in town that has it, Ooh, and they're probably going to charge five dollars more than what it's nah, worth. Nah, Walmart's <laughs> normally cheaper than everywhere else, but Best Buy would price match, <laughs> so I'm going to miss that shit. 
But uh, I mean, uh, you know, that sucks though. That really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That you really have one place other than online to buy hard copies. Well, and I noticed that with uh, video games and stuff. When I would pre-order my stuff, like with my statues and everything, mm-hmm. um, it was I believe Halo Four. Um, I got my statue and everything. And right. I went to open it and I got a code for uh, it being you know digital. And I was like, no, I want a hard copy, please. Because, you know, like I said, if your internet goes down for some reason or, you know, something's going on where they're working on the internet right. and you want to play your game, you can't stream it because, you know, your internet's down. Yep. Bust out your hard copy and play all, you know, play it that way. Yeah. Well, that's why I like having hard copies of some shit for real. Like, I got all my Dragon Ball shit um, hard copy. I, I mean... I would rather watch them on my DVDs or my Blu-rays than, right. than like stream it. I get the convenience, but to get rid of it completely seems like a seems like a bad move. I agree. You know, is this how they felt when they took vinyl away? Um, <laughs> kinda. You know what I mean? Uh, but see, but you got to think. Well, when, but it's that's, when, when they took vinyl di- away. Yeah, it's they, a there was a new form. It got replaced with a new physical media. Yeah, yeah. like this is getting rid of physical. Track. Yeah, you. I mean, and I wonder if it's because people just aren't buying Blu-rays and shit anymore. I know a lot of like people if, aren't because they can instantly but I, access. I would it. bet that there's a pretty good majority of people that are. I mean, I still buy hard copies. I love that $5 bin there at Walmart because I find shit that I don't have. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to add that to the collection. Even if it's just, you know, the main uh, movie and maybe one or two bonus features. I think we're the last of a dying breed as far as buying hard copies. And I hate to say that, but we are. Like, the whole, that whenever they get rid of something, it's because it's not a money, you know, it's not a big money thing anymore. So, but our entire generation has lived on those things that they're taking away. Now. But you know, when you think about how many young folks or people our age and younger, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you go into my house, the equivalent of Mike's entire wall right there is just movies. I have like four big uh, bookcases full of movies. And now, you know what I mean? If they stop selling them, you know what I mean? I still have all the streaming services too, but. I'm gonna like I said. I'm gonna miss gag. You know the gag yeah. reel. Oh, the gag reel is one of the best special features they got. Uh, behind the scene, like, uh, was it you that was that was telling me, Mike, about uh, the fucking jump scene in a uh, last Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movie? Uh, with the with the dirt bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I mentioned it on the podcast that they did that 15 times in. Yeah. Wrecked. $15,000, bikes. $25,000 bikes. Yeah. Yeah. And you that know, probably just, came out of Tom's back pocket, too. Well, probably. Maybe. <laughs> but, like, either way, even if it didn't, it, I mean, he's worth it. Well, like, yeah. I mean, oh, he's yeah. worth it to them. And that fucking and like, scene was dope as shit. Yeah. Like, he kind of gets what he wants. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but oh. I just heard it on another <laughs> podcast where they were talking about uh, doing how many times he did that. Yeah. Well, and I watched the special features on it um, after on I watched it. And you could yeah. easily just do that with CGI or whatever, but, I mean, I like that they do it practical. Now, now even, if, even if it's expensive as fuck. But it looks better. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I still remember. I, I missed. I didn't get a chance to go to, I think it was the fourth or fifth Mission Impossible movie where they hung his ass on the outside of that plane. I think now, that was six. I was our, what? I think that was the sixth one. It uh, might have been. Think, yeah. But what, whichever one it was. 
I just remember I was like, they're they're not gonna be able to top the last one because they hung him on the outside of the bit the tallest building in the world in yeah. in Abu Dhabi. You know what I mean? I was like, all right, there's nothing they'll never be able to. That's top like that. Jackie Chan sliding down the side of that building. Yeah, and but what but, was that in? Oh, was that in uh, Rumble in the Bronx? I think so. I think so. Where he or might not have been. It was but, one of the big ones though. One of the big ones that crossed over in the that American. That was a dope market. movie. It was. I mean, Jackie Chan shit. Even before his like American shit. Yeah. Well, the, he you was. Know, he, I mean, Rumble in the Bronx and fucking uh, all that. But like his his shit before he came to America. Well, he was uh, he was he was his on kung uh, fu shit. Was, well, Rumble in the Bronx wasn't filmed in America. That one was all filmed in China, which is hilarious. That you know what I mean. It's called Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, <laughs> but it was all filmed in China. You know what I mean. Well, it's like I liked Operation Condor with him. Uh, that was a good movie. I think one of my favorite Jackie Chan movies has to be The Legend of the Drunken Master. That's oh yeah, yeah, man. It's definitely. But he was on uh, fucking Bruce Lee's stunt team. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you go back and watch uh, all of Bruce Lee's old films, you know yeah. what I mean? Fucking he, Jackie well, Chan was in them. Yeah, he was a stunt double for most of them. But there's like actual fights between him and Bruce Lee. Well, yeah. You know, Bruce always kicked his ass. Well, but, yeah. You know, the stars but they were friends win. too. Yeah. And what's great, though, is Jackie's brother, Samo Hong, is just as good as Jackie. He just didn't get as much recognition. I didn't know Samo was his brother. Yeah. Samo Hong is Jackie Chan's uh, brother. Huh. I'm going to look that up because I know. I I, I learned that when I don't remember what the show was that Samo Hong was on where it was that uh, there was a cop show. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, they had mentioned that, yeah, he's like a half brother. Um, so I think huh. they, it's either he shares the same mom or he shares the same dad. But, yeah, they are brothers. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. I was but, gonna look up uh, a movie list of his because I mean it's been so long that God he's got thousands of movies to his credit. You know he went to like fucking uh, not clown school but it was like a a circus right school or whatever like so I forget the the name of it. Well, I know um, he's got a bunch of different things under so his belt. So he wasn't. It, he's a martial artist for sure. Yes. But, like, he learned most of that doing his own stunts and all that shit from going to... Well, and I think he holds the Guinness Book of World Records for breaking the most bones uh, <laughs> for doing his own stunts because it, he hurt himself every time he would do something. Yeah. Because in those gag reels, they'd show him hurting himself, and the way he'd walk it Eddie, off was yeah, hilarious. And he always tells him uh -huh. to keep filming even yeah. if he dies. Yeah, he's a tough, yeah. he was a tough motherfucker. That's for <laughs> Yo, he but, still is. But fucking <laughs> same thing with, with Tom Cruise. Like, he broke his ankle doing one of them films, jumping from building to building, yeah. and he kept shooting, so... Well, and the fact See, that he learned to fly a plane just because of Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. When you write, your tone Let's see. Showing, like, a bunch of his newer shit. I'm looking for, like, Kung Fu shit. Oh, I hear that noise. Mm-hmm. Man, he's only, he's 69. He looks good for being 69. Tom Cruise is 55, so, I mean, come on. You know, I... Oh, shit, you remember Shanghai Noon? Oh, I yep. love that movie. That was great. And oh, what Mr. was the one that Mr. came after it? Mr. Shanghai Noon? No, there was another one. Are Shanghai you... Nights. Yeah. Uh, look at uh, Mr. Nice Guy. I remember that one. And First Strike. 
let's see, Drunken Master. That that that's classic. Yep. That shit's classic as fuck. That one came out what the seventies, late seventies. Oh shit, Super Cop. That was the one. That was the big one before Rumble in the Bronx. It was one of his cross crossover ones that hit in America. Yeah, because Rumble in the Bronx was in '95. Yeah. That was 93 for Super Cop. All right, 92 right. for Super Cop. 93 for Super Cop 2. So they only went a year. They must have been just went straight to film in the next one. The Tuxedo. That was such a good movie. Oh, yeah. That one's cheesy to me. But it's, I feel it's like a, cheesy, it's but it's American still good. It's <laughs> American cheese dick shit for sure. Let's see. I like The Forbidden Kingdom. That was a good movie. I liked that one, too. Was that the one about the Monkey King? And yes. Shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a crazy movie. The Big Brawl. That's a good See, movie. See, we're getting back into the 80s now. The greatest decade ever. I'd say the 90s was the best for hip-hop. but it did, Well, yeah. It depends hip-hop. on what we're talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, 90s is definitely peak hip-hop for me. Uh, 80s, too, though. I mean, there's... Oh, shit. I mean, I had some really great cartoons that I watched in the 80s. And don't get me wrong, oh, the 90s yeah. had great cartoons, too. Like I that Gizmo they, Duck that you posted the other right, day, right, that right. was dope. Uh, I, I would say the cartoon, to me, I think the cartoon, at least the like the violent ones, were better in the 80s. You know what I mean? We had He-Man, Transformers, G.I. Joe, oh, Thundercats. Shit. Did you see Young Tiger? I don't know if I saw that one. Where he had like the his kung fu style was the fucking... And, and like it'd be like, it'd play like a cat. Maybe. Fucking... Let me see the cover. Because a lot of these I've seen and I just don't remember. Because I was a bit. I was a. That's why I love the Wu Tang so much. Yeah, I did see that one. Which one? E Young Tiger. Not, yeah, I mean, I that's, uh, he was really young in that one. And, like, I think he. There's a dude with a flying guillotine in that. Yeah. Remember, he mm-hmm. his hat, he would take it off and then. Throw yank, it on you and, yeah, and, 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 and it, it looks so off. fucking cheesy. It does. That but that shit looks was, like Oddball when he would throw his hat. That shit, well, no, he had it on a chain. Like, he would throw yeah. it. And then when it landed on your head. And it would head, land on your head. And, and then, like, like, these teeth would. And, the, oh. like, the basket would drop. And then he'd pull and the chain. And then he'd pull it and just it club, there. And then, your head and then the fake head would go flying. Yeah. It's okay, so fucking... I'm down for that. <laughs> but yeah, but it was it was mad bloody. I mean, it, it, you know what I'm saying? It looks cheesy. It's... And any time he did like the tiger claw move, <laughs> it, it, yeah. it'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm, you know, I miss those, man. I grew up watching. Like, I used to stay up on Saturday nights, like, till fucking six o'clock on Sunday morning because there would be two hour fucking oh, the Kung, Kung Fu, Fu Theater. Yeah. yeah, That shit would start at midnight and wouldn't stop till 6 a.m. and I'd stay up and watch them shit. And that was a great series as well. Yeah. Just, I had to bring that up. You know, Kung Fu with some David Carradine. Mm-hmm. Well, you know you know the story about that, right? Yep. It was supposed to have been for, it was supposed for to Bruce. Be Bruce Lee. Yep. Like, well, supposedly uh, David Carradine stole the idea from him. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised. I I I think I don't want to blame David Carradine for that. I want to blame the studio because I don't think he had the pull to do it no. on his own. You know what I mean? I don't think he was big enough at that point nah. in his if career. You, if to you do listen it. to fucking Quentin Tarantino, or yeah, I think it was Quentin Tarantino. Uh, the watch, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Quentin, but well, because he, he put he put Carradine in Kill Bill, one and right. Two. Well, and he was because he was Bill. Before he killed well, himself. and it's because of Kung Fu. Like, the reason he put David Carradine in that right. was because of Kung Going, Fu. Yeah. yeah. And, like, supposedly, according to Quentin Tarantino and 
all that because he's talked to people that were close to him and right uh, and all that. I might be fucking this up, but right. I, I listened to a podcast a long time ago with him, and it was probably two or three pro- fuck probably three years ago. But he was talking about how uh, Bruce Lee wasn't uh, as nice a guy as everybody. Put leads on and like, uh, so I don't know. I don't know the actual story. I'm fucking it up because it's I, been a while. I've heard the because there's a TV interview of Bruce Lee talking about it. You know what I mean? Before it's obviously before he died. So this is it's old. You know what I mean? It's mad old, but it's still in color. So you can probably find it on YouTube. But he's talking about how they stole the idea from him while he was still filming. It would have been a better show with him. I think so. Well, of Wasn't course, it, it would have been an actual Asian. David Carradine was playing. An Asian, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, which well, I didn't realize that as a kid. I just thought it was, you know, white guy. Was, was no, I thought he was guy lost supposed to be a white guy. Nah, he wasn't. <laughs> that was the problem. There was a lot of whitewashing in fucking Hollywood. Well, back I then. get that. Um, like the uh, there's there's that fucking infamous infamous movie of fucking uh, John Wayne, and he's supposed to be playing uh, um. God damn it. Why do I always forget the fucking name? Uh, Mongolian. Mongolian? <laughs> he was... I mean... He, Shitty wall. He, he's famous for fucking killing, like, millions. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Genghis Khan. Yeah. yeah. He there's was a, Mongolian. There, there's a movie where fucking... John Wayne is John playing Wayne, Mongolian. He's playing Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Wow. It's well, fun. I mean, you, you think and about he, and he doesn't change his voice at all. Right. He's like, hey, uh, pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. pilgrim. <laughs> you know, he's not. I take your wife and you work for and me. And they now. just like darken his skin. Like, well, I mean, yo, but I, it's but look, so fucked up. But look at how many times they've done that too for for fucking uh, Cleopatra. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is in Africa, in Egypt, and and they always have white people. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. and look at white Jesus. <laughs> I wasn't even going to take it there, so thank you. <laughs> thank you. I, I was going to, but he beat uh, me the, to the, the punch. The OG fucking whitewash. Yeah, for real. I Facts. Like, I mean, ever since I was a kid, that I would always ask that question in church. I'm like, why is Jesus white? I'm yeah, like, and I'm not saying at, he's black either, but he should look like the people uh, from that. Yeah, he well, he, he, he would have been... Darker skin. Yeah, he'd have been a browner, but he, but he wouldn't have been black, like African black. No. He would have been like the people that live in that area right now. But he wouldn't have been blonde hair and blue eyed. No. Fuck no, <laughs> no. Um, I'm glad you. I'm glad you mentioned John Wayne because I just learned something last night. Matter of fact, I, it blew me away that I learned this because uh, the, the first song you played in the background was Juicy, right? Uh, it was it was a Biggie song. It was it? Biggie. Uh, I don't, I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, uh, do you remember on Juicy? There's a line where he says, "Remember rapping Duke, da ha da ha." You never thought that hip hop would make it this far. Of course, I knew that line. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe you don't remember. I remember. I, I know that whole song. So, because that was Biggie's first big. Oh well, single. yeah. I mean, that's when he was coming up. Yeah. Well, and he was only around for what, like two albums before he was murdered. He was murdered yeah, it was, on the release he, of the second album. That's what's crazy is him and Tupac. Tupac? Yeah. Did you call him Tube Stock? Tube Sock. <laughs> well, yeah, all right, hold uh, up. Before, before we get to Pac, because you said you said uh, you John Wayne. Phone or what? Nah, it's my son. I'll call him back. Uh, he yeah, wants he, to FaceTime. He's not important. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Um, you know this one? Yes. Is, da, 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 is, is that, is that just, Tribe? 
<laughs> You're so, yes, sir. Uh, but um, I always thought that that was just a slang term because in New York we used to call people Duke. Yeah, what's up, Duke? You know what I'm saying? It was just another way of saying guy, homie, yeah. G. Uh, DJ Premier posted a video yesterday. Of there was a guy called Rapping Duke, so it was a black dude that dressed like a cowboy and talked like John Wayne. That's Duke. Cool. <laughs> all right, this came out in 1984, and it's cheesy to watch now. Uh, but there was a music video for it, and that that's what Biggie was talking about. He said, "Remember Rapping Duke, da ha da ha." So this song, I goes, always thought they were talking about John Wayne. Uh, they, but it was, there was a black dude that yeah. rapped like John Wayne, and that was like the chorus of the song was da huh da huh, and it's real cheesy to watch now. Like <laughs> we could do a better music video. I've done better parody music videos in my backyard. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it sold three million copies. So seeing something that cheesy, a black dude dressed like a cowboy, parodying John Wayne using his voice. You know what I'm saying? Dude, using the fake voice. That is a weird gimmick. Yeah, but it sold three million albums in 1984. I can't believe I don't remember that. So it blew me, blew my mind to see that video last night. Well, what you were five in 1984, weren't you? No, I was nine. Nine, okay. Eight or nine. I was born in '76. I was eight or okay. nine. But yeah, I. You know what I mean? I was like, wow. Like I woke up still thinking about it this morning while I was in the shower. <laughs> I was like, and I think it was more because I knew Biggie's song so well, and that I never knew that's what that line came from. So I was. I was tell, I've been telling everybody I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's cool. I shared the video to everybody like, yo, you got to fucking see this. It's insane. What's the name of this song? Will you come on? killer way? beat to it, though. Find a way. Yeah. And it was Tribe, though, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Good. I was right. <laughs> Rest in peace. Five Dog from Tribe. Tribe, I mean, if you're talking about essential, like, hip-hop, the Tribe's up there, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Without uh, a doubt. You know, there's a handful. I mean, you're. let's talk about top 10. Top of all time hip-hop groups, sure. Right. We got to put salt and pepper up in there because, I mean. I mean. It would depend. All right. Wait a minute. <laughs> this, 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 one, this, one's, this one's hard for me because if we're saying, I, as far as icons, I would say yes. If we're talking about. I mean, if you're talking mainstream shit, yeah, sure, I guess. Because they were one of the biggest female groups of all time. Yeah, I mean, but. But I, whenever, for me, whenever we start talking about greatest, I'm going lyrics. Because I'm a lyricist, and, yeah. I, and you well, know I'm what I mean? talking like MCs. So lyrics, yeah. So Nas is at the top for me. Nas J M, as far as still alive. <clears throat> yeah, and 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 I always say that because depend. I I can never put one above the other. You got cannabis, and you got fucking cannabis. He's not. He's not top ten for me. But no, he's, he's not he's top ten. But we're talking like lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see who else. Kid and play for me. Just just because of the '80s, you know. I, I I listened to a lot of them back then. You know, Kid and play. They were them in them in a uh, 
Salt and Pepper, all like they came up together. They all yeah. used to work at like the same JC Penney's and shit in New York City. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy, you know, that they were all friends yeah. and they all got signed and they all blew up. Well, I mean, it, it's not that surprising if one, I mean, hopefully if you're in a little clique like that, then you're going to be. You're, you put your peoples on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because somebody had to blow up first and then the, you know. Salt and Pepper blew up first, then Kid and well, Play didn't blew Kid up and after. Play get their their start with House Party? No, or did they, they have their albums out first. Yeah, their albums were out okay. way before. Yeah, you that. got the movie after all that. Okay, I, see, yeah. I couldn't remember. Matter, you know, matter of fact, to hear them, I've heard different versions of this, uh, and this was just last year on DJ Vlad. I heard on his podcast, but a uh, kid from Kid and Play, the light skinned dude, yeah. had the fucking big eraser head. Yeah, he said <laughs> that the whole thought process for the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was originally supposed to be a kid and play TV show. Um, I had actually heard, I think I saw that when they were talking about so that. Fresh in, Prince, um, so Fresh Prince turned into, like, so. It, it was they, supposed they to. They had, a, they pitched an idea and it morphed into Fresh Prince. Well, because mm-hmm. they were kind of doing that. But then when Will walked into, uh, I think it was a party where the people that, the producers and everything that put on uh, Fresh Prince, um, they, you know. I fucking love that show. It was great. Yeah. Uh, Qu- Quincy Jones has said the idea came from like House Party, the kid and play move because they also had a cartoon too. Yeah, I remember. But that. yeah, that that was like the original pitch, but it was never going to definitely be them. You all know right, what I mean? But what about all right? So just like think of early lyricists and like who comes to Rock mind him earlier. Uh, Come on, dude. Run DMC. KRS One. Oh, you mean lyrics, lyricists? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Run DMC were lyrics, lyricists. They weren't they? Mm, not really. No. Really. Yeah. When, when no. We, we, we go on. It, it, it's very hard to differentiate if you're not big into hip hop because there's to me there's rap music and there's good rap music, but then there's actual. Like Wu Tang or lyricist, you know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah. You're listening more for what they're gonna say than maybe the then, beat. And that's not to say their beats aren't dope because fucking oh RZA started the RZA, his own, yeah. the RZA yeah. fucking really put them on the map with the beats. And Facts. Like it all came together in one big. Uh, it like it was the perfect storm when it comes to okay. Wu Tang. I love Wu Tang. And not all members of Wu-Tang are created equal, I think. Facts. <laughs> you know what man. I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Method Man is Red up man. there fucking... <laughs> like, there's a handful of them... That are nice, nice. Super yeah. nice. But, like... I'd the, say Deck and Meth. Jizza. Yeah, definitely. Sick. Meth. But then, I mean, everybody loved ODB, but he was literally the least, I think. Lyrical. Yeah, so that's what we're talking about. Like, okay, all right, here, here's here's how here's how I def- so he understands what we're talking about. So anybody, I don't care whether you know how to rap or not. If you sit alone long enough, you can come up with the rap. Like any my anyone can make cat rhyme with hat, and their rhyme with bear, shit like that. But when you're making, if you can say, if you I s- split your head with a cactus. Wearing purple like Galactus. That's lyricism. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you're so using Marshall Mathers, then yeah, okay. Eminem. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, he's he, a lyricist. He, he, uh, he's definitely a lyricist. Oh yes. Yeah. And but not only that, he will stack 
meaning on top of meaning on top of meaning. So similes, metaphors. That, yeah. Yeah, that's the type of shit that I like, and and that's why a lot of the people that I put in my top ten wouldn't necessarily be people that, that what, everybody what, else would put in. The he top did 10. one on uh, Tim Westwood. Oh, that freestyle he did. Oh man, uh, where he so he says, uh, uh, um, excuse me, pardon. He says, nails into my face that I be pushing. Hellraiser, my face is my pin cushion. And I forget, lines. like, that shit's... Oh, yeah. And the, that's just like... Here, hold up. It's I'm gonna double find in... It. It's like triple in Tonder. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. would Snoop and Dre follow under the lyricist? Dre, Snoop. No, Snoop, yes. Okay. Snoop, yeah. I mean... I know Dre did a you lot know, of Dre, beats and Dre all, was but... nice. Yeah, but he, all right. Here's where he wasn't super nice until uh, 2000, the Chronic 2000. But this is why Dre doesn't belong on that list of lyricists because most of 2000, you know what I'm saying? The Chronic 2001, whatever it was, he had ghostwriters. Like, did you know for still DRE, Jay Z ghostwrote his verse? I had heard. that. I do know that. But you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's true. You can't if, if you have a ghostwriter, you can't be on a and, lyricist. And thing for, for NWA. Uh, but Q wrote, Q a lot wrote of shit. most of everybody's shit, and he definitely wrote all the easy shit. Yeah, yeah. but so yeah, I was but actually it, just gonna ask where they fell at in that category. NWA would but, be it, as far as groups; they're an iconic group. But, but when it goes from lyrics, when it comes down to like when it comes down to like who made their lyrics nice, it was a hundred percent Ice Cube. Ah, uh, not a hundred percent because MC well, ran MC ran goes for a lot enough, of shit too. Fair enough, but. You know, without Ice Cube, I, you I, know, I, I, I would. It's equally Ice Cube. Cube is up there with the lyricists, though. But, but, yeah, but he what, was more of a storyteller. But see, here's here's the difference with that. Like, we're a lot of. I think Cube gets mentioned more because of his impact overall, and not just the hip hop on everything and his style. But. But like I'm saying, like, Ren was just as big. And honestly, N.W.A. couldn't have been as big without Dr. Dre making their beats. He might not have been the best rapper, you know what I'm saying? But he definitely solidified their sound, you know what I mean? Dre could drop some beats. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's the probably he number, is the beat master. number one on the West Coast, definitely. You know what I mean? So, all right, West Side Connection. Um, I know it was a group, but... There was a bunch of individuals in there, and I honestly there was three. Okay, and I can't. Cube, Mac Ten, and uh, Dub C. Okay, so the gangster, the killer, and the dope dealer. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. just fucking. That song's so dope. <laughs> well, I, that was one of probably the first hip hop gangster West rap albums Connection, I ever was introduced to. West Side Connection didn't get near enough love. <sighs> I think it depends yeah, I, on. I, who I you feel ask. the same way about. Uh, uh, Slaughterhouse too. Oh my goodness! All right, I'm glad you mentioned Slaughterhouse because for one, Crooked Eye is in my top. If 10. we're talking about lyricists, like Crooked every, everybody on, uh, everybody in Slaughterhouse, Slaughterhouse, it was meant to be like a super. It was a super group. A super group. Yeah, and it just never took off. But unfortunately, it, it, well, all right, Slaughter no. the Slaughterhouse. All right, so all four members: it's yeah. Joe Budden, uh, Royce the Five Nine. As much as okay. I fucking hate Joe Budden. Yeah, he's 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 turned into a dick now. You know what I'm saying? He's but back then I loved him. But it was Crooked Eye, Joe Budden, Royce the Five Nine, and Joel Ortiz. The 
were, they did a song on Joel. I think it was on Joel's album that was called Slaughterhouse, okay. and it was just the four of them. And then somebody was like, I guess the fans were like, "Yo, you guys should be a group," because they were all from different places. You know what I mean? Then they got a record deal, and they had an, they had an album, and it was dope. And then Eminem picked them up because they didn't really blow up till Eminem picked them up. And I mean, of course, all right, if all you right, have all Eminem right, behind right. you, all right, listen, I was like. Everybody get up, sit up, Christopher. The miserable without you. Superman is a life and he's flowing like the mystic river. Nah. Don't act like you never been old kissed before. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, this a uh, rhyme is about to hit you right in the kisser. How did anybody ever find me? I disappeared. I was hiding in freeways, beard, just a uh, hop, skipping the jump from my skin, gushing nails into my face that I've been pushing. Hell raising my face is my pin cushion. It's like when huh. I'm on the mic. I can squish her, sucker like a vice grip, my pin picture. In the slot the house, cause your style's been pictured. I'll spin chains off, take up like the blades on, my brain's on hyperdrive. Someone put the bitch on. Funny. Let me get your digits, Bridget. Wait, was that Bridget the midget that we just saw? Rip it, rip it. I got you slipping on my all right, yo, I just sent you a fucking link via text. That's not even close to the hottest I mean, freestyle no, I've no, ever I know, heard. I know, but that's one of my favorite, like... The shit. one I just sent you, definitely, you don't have to check it out right Send now. Send it on um, Facebook. Um, it's Cassidy. Cassidy uh, ghost wrote for Eve. He was part of... Uh, uh, what the hell was that group? DMX's label. He was a rough rider in the early days. Okay. Uh, but Cassidy is he's in my top ten. Hey, will you grab me one? Yeah. Thank you. Not uh, yet. I was just thinking um uh, uh, oh. <clears throat> I'm gonna play the slaughterhouse cipher. Oh, the one, the one from from, from the BET Music Awards. Oh my god! Oh yes, yo, I, yo, I have that shit fucking memorized. It's so fucking good. But oh. he, I guarantee, he hasn't heard. It. I haven't thought about that in years. Oh man, yo. And they're using this beat, dude. Cypher. Yeah, the tried by twelve. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Tried by six, carried by twelve. Slaughterhouse. Yo, crank this up. Yellow Wolf killed it too, but White compared dog. to what hey, he's weak compared, I mean, compared to everybody else. But hold up. I love Yellow Wolf too. Yeah. But he's not as he's not on the same lyrical level. He is now. I give him a grade. That's WWA. That was dope. No, he's I think he's nervous. I'd be nervous next to them. I just feed him a cow. Plenty of white boys to pick from this year. But before you pick a pepper, you better pick up your heater. Because even Peter Piper could pick up That was a Beastie Boys line. Better speed up. I'm not this bitch drinking Sprite by the two liter. That was dope. 
Well, that's the sponsor. Yeah, that, yeah. that was like dope. That. Yeah, but that's getting the sponsor in there. That was smart. Yeah. Now I need the scratch to get me in. And here goes fucking Joe. Okay, but Buster. I'm about to get him. But no, this fucking shit is nice. Yeah, it is. Say I'm from the new school. I'm gonna say check your tone and watch your mouth. If they teaching how to dougie, I'm condoning dropping out. Forced a while. Y'all birthed me and gave me up. I just perfected being hip hop's foster child. Check it. Don't blame y'all for being trash fans of copying it. The radio's the crime scene. The masses are the hostages. In my youth, I throw shots. The fab was dodging it. I'm grown. I ain't watching the throne. I'm sabotaging it. That was the line of Jay Z. Watching the throne. Him and Kanye. from a distance. The scope got a long you super Mario thugs is in the wrong room gotta figure See, this is what we talk about when we're talking about lyricists so where does Buster Rhymes fit in and all that hold up I'd have take the wine out of Amy's house. Uh-huh. In the wrong room, gotta figure <laughs> yeah, you won't get bigger if you want shrooms. Was left to me, I revived with the game be bout. I'd have took the wine out of Amy's house. Enough rats from you scrub cats about cocking the snubs. Wayne could teach me how to love that. Little Wayne got the shit from uptown. She my summer bunny. Both parents broke, but she come for money. She comes for money. And now she doubt David is stern. She's so bad. I make her hit the telly from a taxi. Then dead in that holiday inn. Learned that from Max B. That's why the haters envy kind of want to send me llamas. I made it right before the eyes like Just I was Benny Hannas. Is it me or is what I'm hearing is pitiful? Airways the same. Now the stereo's typical. My skin Ooh. thick, so the critics ignored. So, so unafraid to die, you think I did it before. Yeah, that's He is nice. Yeah. But he's such a fucking idiot. He's like, God damn it. found in a mansion in one of my trap doors. If punks had awards, your status or category. Probably be that of a war between Michael Rapp. Poor Kenny Lattimore. Uh, I know hip hop's alive and well. If it died, you other crews couldn't survive, survive the, the smell. smell. Yeah. Woo. Yo, here's the best dude on here. Crooked. Ladies and gentlemen. You scared this now? dude Make is fucking sick. Him, Crooked yeah. eyes from the West Coast. <laughs> He L- goes road for the Wu-Tang show. Thicken, the plot of thicken, when the clock is ticking, I caught him slipping. I gotta give him a shot. I hit him with proper spitting. Hottest written in composition. So competitions are contradictions. Somebody mentioned they got it crooked. Highly fiction. fiction. We probably different. Got Gotti henchmen. Opposition. Our body quick as Bugatti engines. I'm on a mission to get richer. The sickest lyric. Kicker digging a dish for different spitters. Weak lyricists get disfigured. Sip uh, liquor. Limit. Spit like a sick mixture. A notorious pun in L. Get the big picture. The poster. I'll roast you. My mind's so Deadliest, just like the beanie is close to a holster. It's over. Control my whole coastal region like, like I'm supposed to. Flow is going postal, even open season. Heart close to He's freezing. Ruthless is easy, nigga. Approach, I'm squeezing. Believe me, dope is West Coast of breathing. So most you hope I'm vegan. No, nope, I'm beefing. Rappers need to keep it trill. Give me a beat to kill. Too many people still eating sleeping pills. People sleeping on my eat the skills. And y'all ain't even sleeping pills. People sleeping on my eat the skills. He's so yeah, fucking dope. I ain't a rap this dude funny. is fucking Joel Ortiz. Listen to this dude. Killers, y'all become when y'all rhyme. I salute and dap. And if I blink, they remove your snaps. You ain't cool, you whack. With your foolish yak. Skinny jeans don't mean your ass shoot. It means your booty claps. <laughs> don't play like time. He laughs in their dress. The pain float brown, tight and heavy. When it come to 16s, I'm a fiend. Fiend in a studio near a needle with a mean lean. Probably writing balls to Nas Beef Steam. Getting my yow on. Me all these Elijah ones. We the dream team. 
This is an all day slaughter They fiending for us to break Like Beyonce's water The four quarters doing all the eating And y'all gotta know why I made the cut I'm Puerto Rican Ortiz keep the fire ready And trying to put me out like trying to steal a transvestite from Eddie Eddie Murphy so many Hey but Royce Royce did his thing too I'm do a die dope And you can make the sticker sitting on the door of that phantom Your suicide note Hi Rihanna Is Nikki living with you let me know So I can buy binoculars and telescopes Hi Rihanna I don't need to know you better You tell me you love my music again We go together Bye Rihanna Back to y'all fools We rock out like the outside of a guitar school Thousand dollar frames I prefer to see the world through Don't ask me nothing about button I beat my girl too You ask me why do I keep my sense That's why I ride around in the Rolls like Wiz Khalifa do. Rappers, I'm your daddy. I tell you straight as this: you don't kill, but your father will. Like, like Jaden Smith. Your I father tell you like will. I tell my like Jaden Smith. Fly, yeah. But I ain't going down yeah. on no landing strip. So get your wax on like that. I ain't going down on no landing strip. So get your wax on like Daniel's son. the greatest rapper alive. I headshot him. Smack his girl on the button. Buy some red bottoms. Bring every deceased rapper back to see his wife. While I'm cyber sexing with Jessica Alba via Skype. I'm on my D-boy, D-bo. You got to let him go. No, I will. Get out the camera with your B-roll bling. You know your flow is whack. We cornered the market like a Walmart in the cul-de-sac. Yeah, this with two million singles sold. That album is gold. Look like. Without having to sell your soul, nickel. Wait, can I rap? You the boss, though. You better get him. Can rap? Uh, get him. Hey, yo. Lyrical, miracle, spiritual, individual, criminal, subliminal, in your swimming pool. And that was just him playing. Yeah, like, bro. Yeah. No, he gets it, bro. Yeah. That shit I wrote to see peace destroyed it'll never be restored when i unleash these beastly hordes on your cd stores yeah. want to stop it you will need a priest at least three swords a license to ill from the beastie boys three weechy boards and a squeegee and please be warned don't ask what the squeegee's for all the holy water acid bath it'll eat these floors eat a hole in the rhyme book you see these horns and as for me you ask when i'm gone will he be mourned is puke lukewarm should Casey Anthony do porn? Can that chick fit a newborn? Dead baby inside a freaking shoebox with a shoehorn? Smoother than clothes form so she can go get a groove on? So she can, can she go, go get a groove on? on fetus? Joel, I mean, yo. That's tell it, Joe I need his empty box from his old shell to Adidas so I can put these babies in the fetal position. They're getting elbows to the penis. Yeah, big deal. I took some little kid's big wheel and spit in this freaking big kid's meal. We're trying to bite me and pinch you, Wint. Sit still. You just put your six-inch heel through my, my pins, windshield. windshield? Is it dust we about to kick up? Can Yellow Wolf fit a fifth of rum in a big cup? Between a stick shift and his freaking pickup and drink like a hick, redneck, hillbilly will till he gets hiccups? <laughs> Flipping the script up like Mike Vick, getting bitten his jump by a pit, yup. I'm a sick pup. I'd be a horrible magician, cause I'd fuck a trick up. Fix your lips up to say something fly, <laughs> little zip up. <laughs> AB, let's see. You said you now fix your players. President gets sticks. That's the funniest fucking line. Oh I'd be a horrible magician, cause, cause I'd fuck a trick up. <laughs> that's, yo, that wordplay. <laughs> that is what, that's what lyricists do. Well, and as much as I love, like, your salt and peppers and your kid and play, you yeah. everybody IMG. can't do Don't that. Don't put a that K in true. front of that, But that was all fucking when he was 
all like, like uh, get my dick, get your dick sucked while the el- or, you know, spinning tricks while the president's getting his dick sucked right. in the Oval Office. Yeah. I mean, he has had a way with words. I wish I could flow like that. Like Nas doing gospel or R&B, you crazy? Me pushing up daisies. That thought is impossible. Is it flashing across the news? Pasta the news was caught with, with a, a prostitute. prostitute with a huge Johnson boobs and a monstrous tube of lube and a bra, some boots, some panties and an aqua blue monster swallowing a popsicle playing tonsil pool. So kill the rumors, it ain't happening. I'm a rap till I'm fossil fuel. Uh, yes. You know what? Might have to put on a beat. I might have to freestyle I'll on the be show a today. Horrible magician. Because I'll, I'll fuck, fuck a trick, trick up. up. That's a great line. There's a good chance somebody's uh, trying to hack your website. Oh, better chance uh, that uh, fold up. All right. So I'm, I'm going to run. All right. On Wu-Tang real quick. No, you already know. I definitely think Deck, Jizza, and Method are the three dopest. And that's not taking anything away. I'm just talking about lyrics alone. That being well, said. Know? Wait, wait, what? Method Man. Inspect the deck. Deck always oh, has from Wu Tang. Yeah, Deck always has the first verses on any classic Wu Tang lines. He has the first verse. There's a reason he went first. Uh, what's, Jizza, the, what's the reason? Because he fucking killed that shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like with him starting, you wanted to hear what was going to come next. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but Deck has always killed. Always killed. That being said, I think Ghost, Ghostface Killer, and Raekwon the Chef have had the best solo albums. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They've had the best singles run. Have you ever heard Mortal Kombat from Ghostface? Probably. I have I'm every, sure actually yeah. I'm sure you have. I have every Wu Tang uh, album ever fucking This is one of my favorite like solo Wu Tang uh Oh shit, yo, all right while before you do that, since you've got that playing in the background, did you hear that got voted as the best uh, hip hop beat of all time. Mm-hmm. As well, it that doesn't surprise me. It should. It should. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a, lot, a reason they used it in Eight Mile. Exactly. I I remember I went to Eight Mile. All right, I'm gonna say this because there's nothing you can do about it now. <laughs> I went to Eight Mile when it was in the theaters, fucking drunk and high, and I forgot I was in a the movie theater. I also forgot I was in Casper, like because I grew up in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, oh, so you went off. Yeah, like I was, I was in the theater, like I was, like I was there, like I was in a rap battle, like I was in the crowd, yeah. and I forgot. Oh no, it's Master Killer. I'm sorry. All right, we still a member. You know what I mean? No, I know, but uh, but I, I, I thought it was Ghost Ghostface. Ghostface. All right. Were Whatever. you were you throwing your own bars down during the no, battles? No, but like, all right, there were certain parts in that Eight Mile Freestyle, yeah. like when he was like, "So everybody from the three one three, I knew, you know, put your motherfucking hands up and fall," because that's what a lot of rappers did in the early yeah, 80s. Yeah. And then there was a line where he was like, "You shook," and he stopped, and the whole crowd was because ain't no such thing as halfway crooks because the beat that's that's a line that's, from the that's song from half. Yeah, uh, that's from Shook once. So I forgot that this I was. Is in a actually a, an off-raw song, and it's featuring Master Killer. Okay. I've heard, right. I think there was a video for it. Mm, I've never seen a video. I think there was. Is that? I thought it was Afro. This is a, a bad motherfucker. Yeah, I know this song. Perverted Monk style. Perverted Monk style. Yeah. Nine-nine style. You know what I'm saying? Coming at ya. If we were ever going to get monetized, it ain't on this fucking episode. Yeah, fuck no, no. <laughs> my fight is too strategic. No shadows on my kicks, too much cheek. Horrific. Too much 
specific. I'm coming through with jujitsu. Bone crushing, bone breaking as I get into scorpion styles with the speed of a cheetah. Hit your pressure points with light skills. I'll be the master. I am palms is elemental. Combinations damaging nations in the mental. Cerebral cortex is obsolete. You die ten times if you're trying to test me. I wonder if uh, RZA put this together. This beat? I've searched for the righteous data to show and prove and master the separation of matter. The death, never lose conscious of self, shed self. So you kind of see what we're talking about when we're talking about like yeah. lyricists. Well, yeah, and I just because I figured all you know hip hop from like the '80s was all them actually writing their own stuff, and doing you know dropping those lines. Problem is, a lot of the time back in the day, you know, I mean, there was a lot of ghostwriting happening. Well, which I've learned a little bit here lately. Oh, there's about still a lot, a lot of, of ghostwriting happening. Oh yeah, for sure. But I'm saying like, but that comes in any genre of music. I'm just though. saying. I'm well, not, I'm not saying you're not like. It's, a, it's different when you're singing because a lot of times people know somebody wrote the song. No, for you have you. whole like agencies that yeah. specialize in. That's but where I, Chris Stapleton came from. He worked for one of those companies. And a lot of his songs on his like albums and shit were ones he pulled out of the fucking and dusted off. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they were shit he wrote for other people. For well, not necessarily for other people. They just put them in a filing cabinet, and you know what I mean. And they maybe never get used, but like, but I yeah, like when you're talking about shit like that. Like I think, uh, oh fuck. Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, Taylor Swift. I think she's a better songwriter than a singer. She's not a bad singer, but she is a great songwriter. No, she doesn't have like the greatest voice ever. But she but is a great songwriter. Like and she's a written good, songs and for, a good performer. Yeah, but she and she grew into that though. She wasn't always that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, but, but she's like, always she's America's like, sweetheart though. She's almost like <laughs> if there's like a top three of like women artists. Oh, it's you got her, Be- you got her Beyonce. And Beyonce. They're the top two. I was yeah, gonna say yeah, Beyonce is the. At uh, number one, though. Uh, she, not right now. Taylor beat her. With really? Taylor beat tour, the queen. Yeah, Taylor's this, this tour that fucking, she did. That bitch is huge. Here's how. Here's how much Taylor did for um, even just America alone. They say her tour, the Eras tour, yeah, single handedly saved the American economy last year. Interesting. And uh, no, the, but yo, when you peep, why? Because I, I was like, yo, that's a very bold claim. But you you think after. With with the you know what I'm saying this is what two years after the at for last year yeah. it was two years after the COVID lockdown, people weren't traveling as much. Yeah. Hotels were selling out to every major city she was at. All hotels, fucking. I gotta pee real quick. You guys keep going. Yeah. Uh, so she she yeah. literally did. You know what I mean? Well, that makes sense because I mean she's been America's sweetheart since she debuted. But yeah, but sell it. But when you're selling out arenas and every single fucking 
Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and you did that in major cities all around the country. Yes, she did single-handedly okay. save, you know what I mean? I, I can get that. I mean, it's a bold statement, but I see it. But yeah. I still can't, you know, see that she's better than the queen. Uh, I wouldn't say she's better, um, but I understand why she's bigger right now. And, and it makes sense, too, after putting it that way yeah. as well. But, I mean, I've always had a thing for Beyonce, even back in the day with Destiny's Child, I, you know. <laughs> I did not. But she was a bitch to me in person. Oh, so you've met her? Yeah. Uh, you may not have heard this, but they've heard me tell this story before. Uh, so before I moved here, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I went back to Michigan, yeah. uh, which is where I graduated from high school and everything. Uh, so I went back. I was on a dance team. We also rapped, DJed, all of that shit. And we used to do this big, uh, this big show halfway between Flint and, and uh, Detroit. There's this park. I can't even remember exactly where it was, but we used to do this concert. We paid to have all these big names come. At the time, Destiny's Child was on their first album. They were working on their second one. Man. Uh, <laughs> Nelly had just, the Lunatics had just come out. Okay, and, yeah. And their album was popping. So they were our two headliners. We had Eve and Dragon uh, from Rough Riders. Uh, Beyonce's little sister Solange was also performing. There were a couple more C and D listers. But anyway, after the show was over, uh, <coughs> you know, we had gone backstage to meet everybody. Like, we threw, like, it was yeah. our money that threw this. It was a free yeah, concert. Exactly, you know yeah. what I mean? And we met everybody. Everybody was cool. Fucking Nelly and the Lunatics were like, yeah, you guys come back, smoke with us. I didn't smoke weed at the time. Uh, but it was, it was still cool to hang out with them yeah. for a couple of minutes. And then when we went to go see Destiny's Child, Beyonce came to the came to the door and was like, we don't feel like dealing with locals. You know what I mean? Like, and to our face. And I was like, bitch. You know what I mean? And yeah. This, I would have like, bitch, I paid you to be here. Yeah. And this was 20 <laughs> years ago. So she yeah. wasn't what she is now. Yeah. This she, is, who are you talking about? Beyonce. No. This was 24 years ago. Yeah. Now, to so be it honest. was back when she was first hitting. Yeah. Like, and Dead Destiny's job. And, and, she, and yeah. she was a late bloomer. So she also didn't look like she was no. cute. But she, she doesn't yeah. look like she looks now. No. You know what God, I mean? No. Uh, so I took that personal, and like I still liked her music, but well, yeah, any, anytime somebody said too. Beyonce to me, I was like, I always Fuck thought that the bitch. other uh, what's her name, Michelle, right? What's the other one? Uh, like her the cousin, short, the short one, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. No, 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 no. Is it Michelle? Michelle's no. Michelle's Kelly is her cousin. She's the other. No, no. One. I'm saying the the one that was in the fucking uh, Mike Michael Myers movie and shit. She got her move, nose cut off in it. Or no, is in Jason. I didn't know anybody uh, from Destiny's Child. I was gonna say the one with the short hair. That's Kelly. Kelly Rowland. Is it Kelly? Yeah, I always thought she was hotter than Beyonce. Face wise, I be agree. Yeah, uh, yeah. Honestly, back then. they kicked the prettiest one out. If if you look at their first album that had no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, there were there were four members. They kicked the cutest one out, and they picked up Michelle, and then they kicked another one out, and they went to. They started off being four. Yeah, there have been that. five members that have rotated through the group before the three that are in there now. For real? Yeah. I knew they got rid of one. They got rid of they got rid of the cutest one. She was she was the short short one. She was oh she was so cute to me. They kicked her out. I don't remember why. <coughs> then they picked up Michelle. Michelle was already established because she was a big time gospel singer. You know what I mean? And they picked up Michelle and then they kicked the How other. How did girl I out. even remember that chick's name? I don't know. That shocks the fuck yeah, out of me. Yeah, I'm that's I could. Well, I'm a hip hop fan, dude, and it's well, like and it's not just fucking rap, but like R and B and fucking all that shit. So word. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I, like, I like all music. I don't care if it's rap, gospel. All right, when you get back, I'm going to play something for you, and I'm going to see what... Because this dude's, like, modern, but right. he does, like, old school type shit, and he's, like, my favorite right now. All right, I want you to find a beat for me. I'm about to 
All right. What are you... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he said find a beat. He didn't say what kind of beat. Find the beat. We'll be right back, nerds. <laughs> All right, we're back, nerds. Um, so, Aaron, you were just asking what's the difference between a DJ and an MC. Well, I'm both. Well, when it became... There there was the the triangle in the early days of hip hop. Yeah. It was break dancing, Beat DJ boys. and MC. Well, and I always Or no, graffiti. M- graffiti. There cuz there's, there's five. There's so, five points. So really the standout back in the day because they used to do I mean there was like dance clubs and shit and like yeah. they would do um what do they call it? They would sample. Mhm. And you would loop the same Shit, just over and over. Yeah, that yeah, a and, lot, and that's but, why they and, and that's before we had sampling machines and all these buttons right. to do that shit. Now they would get you had two turntables and a mixer, and what they would do they they're called we call them break beats now, but yeah. they were the breaks to these R and B and funk songs yep. that would be like a minute long, and what you would do is you'd get a record and you would loop that. Yeah, shit. so and you would loop it by. You'd play it on one record, and then when it got to the end, you'd listen with your headphones, and then switch it to the other one. So you uh, could end up doing okay. the same beat for as long and, as and you wanted to. And it was all to. about dancing. Okay. But, mm-hmm. like, so the MC was really just Kept the, hi- the, yeah, it was the, hype, the man. Hi- hype man for the DJ, because yep. the DJ okay. was the was the big, he was the, the draw. Yep. And so, then people started to rap. What does MC stand for? Because Master head, of Ceremonies. Okay, that's right. what I thought and, it was. And so, so, like, you have MCs um, still to this day. So, well, like, yeah. like MC and, Virus. And, Did I say that right? But that's a little different. Like, he's a he's a rapper. Well, like, yeah. um, but like an MC would be like your host. Yeah, he would announce like what's coming up, and he'd also get do, the crowd hype. Like, yeah. Put yeah. your hands up. Put your hands up. So um, it wasn't until people started like rapping and shit. And then that slowly like started to overtake the DJ mm-hmm. and not overtake, but like they were working. In, they were in the forefront in concert. And yeah. And then the MC and then MC got adopted by like lyricists. OK, well, for me growing up, I heard, D- you know, to me, a DJ is, you know, like like you said, a disc jockey. They were the, r- the radio personalities, the guys that sat in the booth, swapped out. Not the, even uh, that, but like scratching. Yeah. Well, when, when you say that, the fr- there's only one person that comes into my head and that's DJ Master Funk or did I, I, I botched his name, but um, uh, or Mix Funk Ma- Master Flex. Yeah. Mix Master Mike. But there's a lot of big. But he was he was talking about flex. Yeah. Uh, right. Because I actually but, remember seeing him as a kid doing his thing with his turntables, and I'm not gonna lie, I always wanted to you know learn how to do that whole scratching thing. But it took a while. It's practice. It's, 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 uh, it's much more complicated than it <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It took me months to get down the basic scratch before I was brave enough to do it live. Like you think all you got to do is it 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 you, you have just to gotta wicked wicked yeah, wicked. You got to uh, practice like everything else because you got to learn. Well, because if you uh, do it too hard, you snap that needle. That's well, what. not a, not only that, but it's um, you got to learn how to run back your records and shit and hit the right spots. So you'll you have actually, to use the crossfader too to go right, back and, and forth. And like, yeah, it's a multifaceted thing because yeah. you're you're keeping track of where you're at on your records. You're fucking fading back and forth, and then like timing your scratches and shit. 
I saw your one on TikTok, by the way, the one you just did. Thank you for Frank National Facebook. DJ Day. Yep. Very nice. Which that was actually that was actually an old video, but I just took the best fucking minute and a half from an old video. See, and I didn't even know there was a National DJ Day until you posted that. I, uh, There's a national everything well, day. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> but National DJ Day is on the same day every year. So that that's a plus. Because right. you know, some some of those holidays fucking move. All right, I'm gonna show you something. And then I'm gonna find. You know what? You're gonna go. You're gonna do it on uh, shook ones. Oh, that's one of my. All, it's yeah, one of my all-time favorites. I was gonna say, what kind of yeah. beat you looking for? Shit, since we, eats, 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 it's eats, gonna be eats. old school. Let's do it. This is one of my. This is maybe my favorite song. Uh, right now. This is Tara Reed. I don't, I probably showed you some Tara Reed, but this dude does old school. He writes. You all, have. He he writes all his own beats. Uh, why am I not getting any sound here? I got no <laughs> snare in my headphone. <laughs> turn it up. Turn it up. <laughs> Let me start over. Because this beat is fucking. And his beats are like old school as fuck. This dude is like one of the illest lyricists right now. And nobody talks about him. I would say that's the problem with a lot of underground people right now. Oh. What up, Mike? Yo. What up? We're jamming out. It's the Comic Zone Podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. Uh. Link to follow. Talking into the microphone, doing it again. I know. <laughs> Isn't this beat nice? Yeah, I, I could have spit just this beat. Yo. I was going to say, this is a smooth-ass beat. Yeah. I'm loving that synthesizer though. Now let me clarify what you meant when you say goodbye. Cause it's about time that your boy committed another crime. But I still gotta wonder why. How come every time I hear you rhyme, I wanna die? Motherfuckers walk around like they own shit, but they ain't shit. I'ma beam them in their eye, give them laces. They too basic, I'm in the media. The greediest MC, the rock a mic, man. You hearing this? So serendipitous, you're never zipping this. The way he flipping might have thought he was a gymnast. My shit ridiculous. The way he flipping might have thought he was a gymnast. That's true shit, I got a fat P-Zocket I take the lead bopping down the street Bout to chop it, cause when you grab the mic You best believe you never drop it I'm shameless with my shit, like I bought a fit at Hot Topic I tried to stop it, but it's about to blow Now come and grab your missy Cause she kissing where the pistol go The supersonic shit, this kid be kicking, call it dynamo Man, I could do this shit with both of my eyes closed Just keep the blinds low I blow my head off so y'all can see just where my mind go See when I do it man it's strictly off the cuff I never give a fuck I'm forever out the cut I said I never give a fuck Forever out the cut oh. I said I said I never give a fuck Forever out the cut I said I never give a fuck Forever out the cut I said I never give a fuck Forever out the cut 
Old school vibes, right? Yeah, hell yeah. I love this shit, though. This is my Stilo. I'm going to say, this takes me back to being a kid listening to stuff. Yeah. It's got a nice Listen song. to what he says right here. Mellow beat. Communication. That's how the thing. Definitely communication thing. You see what I'm saying? Like that shit's. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, that's my whole stilo. You know what I mean? Lyrics and that 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 East Coast flow. You know what I mean? That's my whole basis. He does it. I mean, fuck, dude. Like that shit. Like I'm telling you, he is. The, like, my favorite hip-hop artist right now. I mean, because, let me play one more. Oh, you're doing that. So did you guys see the previews for the new Bob Marley movie that they just yeah. posted the trailer for? Uh, yeah. Actually, I saw it a couple months ago, actually. It's the dude that played the bad guy in Secret Wars. Yeah, I, Secret, I noticed Secret that. Secret Invasion, Secret Wars. Uh, from Based off the preview, though, that looks like an epic movie. Yeah, I've been following him. He, he also, he was in a... That King Arthur movie with Oh Boy from Sons of Anarchy. You yeah, know what I mean, that was, so I, I'm I'm enjoying watching his star rise. You well, know I mean? and I mean, he is playing one of the most iconic men in music history. Yes, and I only have one thing to say: as long as this movie has uh, the stuff that he did before he started doing the reggae and the oh, Rastafari's, the problem, you know, showing him in those suits that him and his band wore. When they were still clean cut before they grew the dreads, right? Um, because if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have had the Bob Marley that we had. And so I think that that ought to be in the movie, even though they didn't show it in the preview. Oh, probably. I'm hoping so because yeah, they they, they got to show the intro or would, it wouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. The start. Because without the clean cut Bob Marley before the the whole the Rastafari thing, movement, yes, you wouldn't have had that because you know if you listen to that, it was good music, but. It, he really came into his being throwing out that Rastafarian movement and everything. And I didn't ever, you know, it, it took me years to understand it. I had to right. go back and re-listen to the lyrics, especially like Freedom Fighters, mm -hmm. you know, that, that particular song. Sitting down and listening to the lyrics, it's like, all right, yeah, he's telling his brothers to stand up and fight the man. Right. And, yeah, I can see why the Jamaican government sent assassins in to take him out and some of the other things that happened to him throughout his life. Right. I mean, Bob Marley was a phenomenal artist. He might have been an asshole of a guy, but, you know, what he did for the music industry was phenomenal. Right. Yo, and you know what? It took me to my adult years to actually appreciate his music. You know what I mean? Because I was a kid. It wasn't yeah. It wasn't meant for my timeline. Yeah, it you know wasn't I mean? our cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I as, as an adult, especially as I've gotten older, I've come to appreciate uh, what he brought to the movie. Not to mention, I couldn't, like, I always liked reggae. But it wasn't until 
I was in my mid twenties that I was able to actually understand it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was just listening to the beats and the, the uh, rhythmic that, singing. That's about all I could understand for a lot of it. I, w- I went to bed one night listening to Buju Bantan, and I woke up the next day and I could understand it. It's the craziest shit to me. And I had I had Jamaican yeah. friends, West Indian friends, because they're not all Jamaican, yeah. uh, but people from the West Indies uh, while, while I was in the Marines. And it, it was crazy. Like I said, yeah. one day I couldn't understand it, and I woke up the next day and was like, oh, shit. Wow, all right, now I get it. He woke up like, Boyaka. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the way you sing that song, man. <laughs> hey, hey, what part of Jamaica are you from, man? Right near the beach. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> all right. Shout out to Dish Phil. <laughs> Check it out. Your cat is going to end up Shipping. fucking up your internet. <laughs> or he's going to electrocute himself. They don't be calling me terrible, nothing. I'm always up to something. I'm up in lines in a photo. I recognize this voice. Who is this? No, nah, he just said this particular one has more of a West Coast vibe to it. Like it sounds like you. I make it loud until the ears ring. This rap game gang, so I must be the gang. Grab my thingy thing, pass it to the left, and now we giggling. Toast tingling, mingling. Off top like Mysterio. Really lyrical. Shout out to Mysterio. Here we go, bitch. Crack it open. I'm rolling up a newbie, hocking loogies while I'm smoking. Yo, Ken. Yo, I think your thing broken. Talk so up a legend. Watch your head pop open. I keep it raw like my shorty ass when I smack it. I never practice. Hand me your mic and I'll attack it. Samurai moves that make your neck turn elastic. I jack the keys to your head back and crash it. Dusting up my teeth like you'll never believe. I'll be sticking words together like sap from a tree. You think you clever on the mic, bitch? Say no more. My shit is boss when I'm spitting it. Say no more. Throw your hands, I'll throw mine. Catch you frontin' for the last time. I'ma blast your ass into the past time. You got yeah. a man that need a chin check. Say no more. Light him up like a cigarette. Say, Say no more. I got more. the ice and the dough. The cash flow and the clothes. But it still ain't enough. Yo, I need some more. I really do. And let it ride. Let it ride out till it dried out. Uh, yo. Well, how it be, what it do? Yeah, fool, I'm looking at you. I've been in it for a minute, can't limit what I do. So what's the deal? Disintegrated mics is my scale. I'm up a couple pills, I just can't stay still, for real. And while I'm at it, let me grab the cash out the Reggie. My wordplay heavy, yeah, my trunk stay Chevy. My mind constantly making nonsense. Processing what, what I, I want, want, it's reading the gauntlet. The best yet, I dress wet, no necklace. I'm blessed with a style that's straight reckless. Punk, say it with your chest. You know I'm next, and you can Keep your bloody check Cause I do what I can To stack ricotta Bust your medulla oblongata Underground warlord Jumping out the chopper I never stop Like that ricotta cheese Money dough Make your head pop I got the Jumbo charms The brains and the bronze Rest in peace Big L Yo I gotta put it on Big L My favorite rapper of all time R.I.P So glad he mentioned him Say no more Big L was He got murdered But he was uh, like a mentor to Jay-Z and Cameron, uh, and Cameron's probably my number one favorite alive MC right now from Dipset. The Harlem Diplomats, one of the reasons why I named my youngest Harlem, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But yeah, Dipset is probably my favorite group outside of uh, outside the woo. You got that beat for me? We've been, play- we've been playing all this hip-hop, man. You got me open. Eats, 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 eats. All right. <laughs> 
wrong it's club. Gotta I'm, a, I'm gonna run it with the with the beat you were talking about that you said you'd like to flow to. So. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna hand you the camera. I know the music ain't on here, but we're this gonna... is for all you Comic Zone listeners out there. Oh. Hold up, how do I flip the camera? Oh shit, it's art, isn't it? Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. All right. Hold up. We'll start it over. We'll be back right after these messages. <laughs> DJ Easy Dick and the Jack yeah. Off Hour. <laughs> all right. All you gotta do is hit the circle. Yes. Welcome back. You are now tuned into the Comic Zone. Uh, it's been a minute. The last time I busted a freestyle it was a joke, and it was like ten seconds. We go. We gonna. We gonna get it real right here. Yeah. Yo. 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 You're now tuned in to the Comic Zone. Whether you're listening on your computer or your mobile phone, they call me DJ NYKE. The way I spray these beats to the ladies. And to my right, we got my man A Low Man. Uh. Yeah, we still winning and you know man I got my man Mike behind the camera He's real nice and he will damage ya And big <laughs> shout out to my man Bill S That's how we do it and you know we kill stress You can't see us You wanna worship us like Jesus Before I slap you with my penis It's how we do it with the comic flow This is the comic zone We're not comics but we're funny yo Yup, off the top of the freestyle I'm flowing like the fury of the Nile. It's water. Why I oughta just smack ya, hit you with that damage before I manage to take it to another planet. I wanna fuck a fine bitch like Janet Jackson, hitting threes like John Paxson. It's action, satisfaction, and you know I'm still relaxing. Uh, and you know I gotta pack guns. Sean Jackson, you know I'm Maxson. Uh. Still gonna do this. Worship me like a Buddhist. I stay true. This is lyrical shit you're listening to. Uh, off the top of the comic view. Nope, the comic zone. So come check us out and join the group on the Facebook. Uh, it's how we listening. It's how we smacking babies that they christening. Do it like I was a Christian in what? I know you're listening right now and you're wondering He does this like how? Now? Brown cow? Like Buster Rhymes said I still fuck you up the same way I fuck up the feds Yeah, peace out uh. DJ Nike motherfuckers, Comic Zone uh. The one and only <laughs> I was waiting for a white Jesus line Yeah! <laughs> and, and that folks is nerdism at its best At its best, baby And uh. uh. a big shout out to Bill, man. We miss you. Should said something about fake like white Jesus. You're right. I should have. And now throw hey, your but, hands in the air like you just don't care. But you know what? That yo, that's when it's freestyle. It's off the top. You know what I mean? You you go with what you see, man. Yeah, that was nice. Thank you, thank you. I got good at that, man. Uh, from battling in lunchrooms, beating on tables. You know what I mean? Somebody's got to run that drum beat on the table. You know? <laughs> and, yo, when you can do that and rap at the same time, you know what I mean? It's like people that can sing and do other shit. There's, I, I could do the drum on the table, but I just can't do anything else. I'll let that, you know, Hey, but you know what? You, you need all of that. It, it, it's all part of hip-hop, so yeah. it is what it is. I mean, the drummer is my favorite, you know, band position anyway. I mean, I was a sax player in regular band, but I learned to play the drums. And, yeah, without the drums, you ain't got no beat. Facts. I was a drummer first. I think most... 
hip-hop DJs, especially scratch DJs, were drummers. Uh, Dr. Dre was a drummer for his church. Timbaland was a drummer. Uh, what's his name? Pharrell from the Neptunes. Uh, fucking the one that made beats for Rough Riders, Swiss Beats. Like, a lot of the really big worldwide renowned you know djs and producers started off as drummers so i well, followed suit well some of them you know just used a five gallon bucket and some sticks uh yeah i was blessed even growing up semi-poor because i'm the third generation drummer you know what i mean so picking up drumsticks at a young age you know what i mean like my grandparents as well as my mom were always into making sure they they fed that on me but it was crazy like my dad played bass and he could play regular guitar my mom played piano neither one of my parents taught me how to play their instrument drums just came naturally thank goodness well and with drums you know you, you got to have a little bit of skill but even if you don't you could as long as you can you know keep rhythm yeah keep the rhythm and keep well, the pace the, the you can do anything are, i mean yeah the drums are the bass the bass line like that's what keeps the rhythm of the, the, the song. Music. Yeah, I mean that. Like, and Neil Peart was the greatest drummer ever. I didn't know who that is. Neil Peart, drummer for uh, Rush. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know his name. Yeah. No, there are phenomenal drummers out there, but yeah. Questlove from the Roots, fucking uh, Oh Boy from Blink One Eighty Two. That would be oh, Travis yeah. Barker. Travis Barker. Travis Barker. <laughs> well, and Homeboy from uh, um, Nirvana. Uh, no, He's Metallica. Oh, what's oh, his name? Lars. Not, no, Lars is no, the not Lars. I'm thinking, uh. No, yeah. It was dude from Metallica. He looks like fucking Will Ferrell. Yeah. Yeah. That motherfucker is sick. He's good too. I can't think. I, I can picture him right now, but I just can't think of I'm his looking name. it up because that's <laughs> going to fucking bother me. <laughs> yeah. Or does what's his name look like him? <laughs> I, well, it's Will <laughs> Ferrell, man. Well, he they looks look a little like bit each other. <laughs> All right, so it's James Hetfield, Lars Ulrich, Kirk Hammett, and Robert Trujillo are the originals. So who's the fucking drummer? Lars is the guitar. I want to say it was Hatfield that was the drummer, wasn't it? I'm looking. Like, I haven't had to think about that in a minute. Nope. He was the lead singer. Oh, okay. Mick Fleetwood will always be one of my favorite drummers. Dun, 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 dun. What are you looking up? The drummer that looks like fucking Will Ferrell. Hmm. That's interesting how this turned into like a hip hop. Well, you know, I was just going to say hip hop fuels the nerd community with, you know, if oh you, yeah, you know if you look at some of the movies that we've had here lately, um, you've had some seriously big hip hip hop stars in there like Doja Cat, Chad uh, Megan Smith, Stallion, Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's why yeah. wrong group. Oh, it is Chili Peppers. Yeah, Chad Smith. Yeah, that's right. And they do look <laughs> a lot alike. And you can and Flea has been in some nerdy stuff as well, yeah. and still looks good for <laughs> the shit that he's done in his lifetime. I mean, that man's probably done more drugs than any of us put together. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. What's uh, well, you know about them and uh, Jane's Addiction? Yeah, you know, so every member of Jane's Addiction is uh, an honorary Chili Pepper, and vice versa. I didn't know that. That I you didn't know, know. Flea did a lot of. 
um, like tours with Jane's Addiction. Okay. I don't know if you've listened to a lot of them. I grew up. You got to think I'm a little bit older than you. I grew up on Jane's. And Addiction. And you know the story about their name? <laughs> no, I don't. So you know that song Jane says? I think I know that one. Yeah. I'd have to hear it. You never. All right. Well, here I'm we like go. it's been a while since this I've is, listened to it. The interesting story about this is like so. They used to live in this like little trap house or you know like crack <laughs> house. house. Yeah, yeah. Trap house. That's 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 the hip hop term for a crack house <laughs> yeah. nowadays. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, I but they were all it. doing heroin and shit. Like they had a bunch of roommates. Everybody's doing fucking drugs in there. And there's this chick. It was the nineties. Named Jane. No, this that was is the eighties. Oh yeah, that's right. That was the eighties. This was the eighties. So like they were all doing um, heroin in there, and so. This is girl Jane. So if you listen to um, the lyrics of the song, and it sounds, hold up, I'm trying to see. To I know a lot of their songs, but that one doesn't. Yeah, ring a bell. You will, you'll get it. I like that, and I love the Chili Peppers. They're a great band. Well, and the story behind the song is so good, like. Been Caught Stealing is one of my all-time favorite songs. I have heard this. But I don't think I ever listened to the words. But so this chick, Jane, she was another heroin addict. And like everything that's being said here, she said she's going to go to Spain someday. And Uh, I guess this girl ended up actually kicking heroin and going to Spain and doing everything she always said she would. Nice. That's dope. Yeah, I've got Ben's caught stealing on my fucking Apple Music. You know what there I mean? There you go. That's the only song of theirs I know, no, you know? Yeah. I've heard this one before, but I didn't know it. I didn't know it had that, you know, that much Significance, it, yeah. yeah. But see, most of the rock music. This is almost from, like a hip hop style. Right, yeah. That like they're, the they're drum little, beat. Yeah. And they're running it out here, Jesus. <laughs> this is a live version. Oh, that's why. Oh. Let me see if I can find just the... I was like, that opening drum line was pretty dope. Here we go. I'm in Sergio. treat me like a So she's she's dating her drug dealer. A lot of them did that back yeah, then. Yeah, for real. That's she hides real. the television because she owes him money and he's gonna come take it. I mean, don't owe, your, don't owe people money. She then. says she's done with Sergio. But if he comes back again, tell him, wait right here for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a total addict. Oh, yeah. I'm going to kick tomorrow. She's going to kick the fucking heroin tomorrow. They always say tomorrow. But tomorrow never it's comes. It's such a, it's a sad song. Yeah. I, well, and I've heard it before. I just didn't know it had that Well, much. I mean, yeah. If you think about the same with Ben yeah. Caught Stealing. Yeah. Like, when you think about what they're talking about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of times the meaning behind these songs was lost because if the beat was Baum enough, you know? Yeah. 
Well, and a lot of them artists actually, you know, sang and rapped and did that stuff about personal stuff that happened to them in their life. I think that's one of the reasons why Pac was so big. Yeah. These guys were heavy drug addicts. Yeah, but that was a that was quite common in the 80s. Yes. Well, and with the Chili Peppers, <clears throat> these guys were all doing heroin together. Oh, yeah. And then you look at Allison Chains, L- Lane Staley. That dude died and rotted in his apartment for fucking two weeks until the guy... I think it was Blockbuster or the video game store. I can't remember which, but he he was a he played a lot of Sega. Yeah. And the only person that noticed that he was missing was the guy he bought video games from. (laughs) Of course, because he. I mean, but if you watch, so like they're unplugged, they're MTV unplugged, right? Uh, Lane is so like he he did just enough just enough heroin to like get through the set without like passing out, yeah. right? Or throwing but up. <laughs> he was such a talent that it's still an amazing performance. Oh well, yeah. A lot of those artists were able to perform on drugs. Like, oh yeah. You know, look at Jimi El- Hendrix was high just about well, every he time was, he was. Well, he the bandana that he wore. Was hiding LSD so he could sit there and get. I heard that. Yeah. I didn't know that was fact, but I had yeah. heard that. I as like as many times as I've heard it, you know, I I have to assume that it's fact because I've read it in different things. But yeah, he never went on stage without a bandana, and you know, you can just tell by his movement he was high on something, <laughs> right? And then you know, half of the '80s rock bands were high on cocaine or heroin. Yeah, yeah. I think Robert Downey Jr. did a lot of that stuff with him. Facts. <laughs> You ever hear heard Ramirez? What? This dude Ramirez? No. Bro, check this fucking shit out. Mm-mm. And he, and he's not like the illest lyricist ever, but Josh. <laughs> That's Spanish? No. Oh yeah, he's that this was in Spanish, was it? That sounded like it was Japanese. I wasn't really nah, listening. it's Spanish. Was it? Uh-huh. This beat is fucking sick with it, though. And this song is... It's that West Coast fucking... Shot, take a whiff of the steady aroma. 
Bullets come hot like a supernova. Ripping nuts a skeleton, they witnesses in comas. They come down, step around a fucking corner. One shot, take a whiff, and that's the Leo Roma. Bullets come hot like a supernova. Ripping nuts a skeleton, they witnesses in comas. Shit, sick, huh? Hell yeah, that was a dope ass fucking beat. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely more of the East Coaster than a West Coaster, but I do bump everything. Oh, but yeah, but, like, because I like East Coast, I like West Coast, I like one of my favorite, uh, you know, so Outkast. Like Down Outcast. South, Dirty Dirty. Yeah, so, like, even Southern hip-hop. Like, they, okay, so I, do you know anything about the, all that? Oh, I know who Outkast is. So, you know, like, the Goody Mob. Dungeon family. And, and like CeeLo okay. yeah. Green and yeah. all that shit. He was part of Goody Mob. So like, it was CeeLo Goody before he went solo. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, so CeeLo was a part of the Goody Mob. Before Outkast and the Goody Mob, Southern rappers were like emulating either East or West Coast shit. Mostly. Yeah. Texas, Mostly. Had its, Texas had its own thing, but that was before Atlanta blew up. Right. So like, Outkast and Goody Mob, they they really created that like Southern hip hop sound and like made it. I'd say the the Atlanta created, sound created their like own shit. They did, <coughs> but yo, they said on in an interview on Rap City, like when the first album came out, when Southern Playlistic came out, mm-hmm. they said when they were first trying, like they tried to sound like they were from New York. You know what I mean? And and they said they had to they had to break that habit and grow into being themselves. You know what I mean? Which is funny that Ramirez song I just played. Right, it's called the Dungeon. So oh, where's wow. Gorillas fit in <laughs> in that? Are they East Coast? Are they West Coast? Gorillas. They're yeah. West Coast, but okay. they're they're they weren't really considered hip hop. The reason the Gorillas are like a mix of hip hop and rock, kind of a pop uh... rock. Yeah, but the only reason they're considered hip hop at all is because uh, uh, Cube's cousin is in the group. Yeah, uh, he's uh, unofficially he's not an official member, but he was featured. He on was a lot in of so many songs. so much of their shit. Yeah, he, yeah. he might as well. Have he been. should. Yeah, he might as well. I think there were there were there were contract reasons why he was. Bro, I fucking what's it? What's his uh, Dela Del Del the Funky Homo Sapien, which is hilarious because Del means the. <laughs> but I think the, I think the Funky Homo Sapien. Yeah, but I think so Del's the the. Yeah, but I think Del's like that's his real first name. It's like a part of, but that's Ice Cube's. Younger cousin. See, I did not know he's that. He's sick with it, too. Oh, yeah. Dell's dope. Bro, I fu- when their second album came out. Which one? Wait a minute. Which second album? The, the, gorillas? the Gorillas? Okay. <clears throat> I fucking ate, like, I ate the mushrooms one night. <laughs> That's a good story starter. <laughs> like, I'd be some dead. fire-ass mushrooms, bro. And, and I was laying on the couch... She was in a and I time. had that show Invader Zim. Right, oh, yeah, I remember that. Show. Running on the TV, I, I, That's I had probably all, not the best thing to be watching. <laughs> no, room. I wasn't watching. Not. I wasn't watching. Oh, okay, <laughs> I just had it playing and then muted, and then I played the um. I had the fucking Gorillas second album playing. Right, and it fucking rolled over and over. I listened to it over and over and over and over again, and I was like staring into the corner of the ceiling you know what i'm saying and it looked like just look at the way that looks like a corner (laughs) no but like if you if you really like looks like a cube it looks yeah so like okay (laughs) it looks like to me it looked like what like a never-ending like hallway (laughs) okay like it just stretched on and on and then it had the 
the they you know how bright and colorful that show is. So it's like it's it's beaming those colors onto the walls. And then you remember that song where they're like telling the story about the monkey people on the mountain? If I heard it. Like vaguely. It's like uh but I was tripping so fucking hard and like staring at that fucking shit. And then I I was like listening to that song and like chain smoking this pack of cigarettes. Oh, God. And like that song's actually pretty fucking deep, but maybe not that deep because I was like, (laughs) yeah, you know, you were high off your ass. I was out of my fucking mind. (laughs) Right. But like it brought me to like tears and shit. Like I was fucking I was losing it. Good times, like and so I fucking yeah that I listened to that album like oh like fuck I don't even know how many times over and over again because I just laid on the couch like what the fuck man and and also the ceiling was super textured right oh I hate those kind of ceilings so then I would like look up at the ceiling and it would just like you know how when you look at the clouds and you just like oh that's a turtle right and there's an elephant like i was doing that with the ceiling but it was like <laughs> seeing faces and that's why i don't fuck with mushrooms i can't do that shit man uh, i've done them once and it was not for me it was not for me you got to be in the right mind state yeah, yeah and i wasn't i was too tired i shouldn't have done it i got talked in i won't say who talked me into it but motherfucker <laughs> it was that it Mike? motherfucker no Okay. No. no, it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Not but, right now. God, right, no. yeah. But, yeah. I, but I, you know, I can't talk shit because I've had similar but not quite the same thing issues, like experiences with uh, ecstasy because that was my drug of choice before I moved here never when did. I was like 25. I that never did. Was fun. Oh, man. And that was oh, that. So the same girl when I met her. <clears throat> I met her at a party and she was like rolling on E Ugh. when I met her. And that was a fucking crazy night. My, bro- my brother fucking branded me with a pair of handcuffs. So, hey, he, he, wait, did, he did what? He branded me on my back. I got a giant scar on my back. So, from, like, he heated him up and. Oh, yeah. Oh, ow. <laughs> with, shit. A, with a fucking torch and, like, just. Oh. He's like, bro, we're going to fucking, like, just, you know. And I, I was drunk as fuck. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, and trying to, like, impress this chick. Right. I don't know why I would think yeah, burning some your, chick's yeah. going to be like, oh, my God, that's so hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The dumb it was shit hot. we do for women when we're drunk or high. Yeah. I was just listening to some comedian. I forget his name, but he was on a podcast I was listening to last week. And he's like, he's like, the shit I did in high school to impress chicks. And all it did was, like, bring dudes near me yeah. it's like i had like tens in the trunk and fucking i'm i'm you know bumping fucking uh um like crazy shit at like seven in the fucking morning right going to school and the only motherfuckers that appreciated that were other dudes yeah that's that's the way it always is you yeah know what I mean? I, he's like the shit i would do to like bring in chicks and he's like i never got pussy <laughs> but i made lots of friends yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. but yeah. I, yeah honestly man i because in high school i did dumb shit i was a nerd uh i was a nerd Nuh-uh. too i i yo i was a nerd but i was 
I, I've, I've told them before, like, this is new for you. I kept my nerd friends, like my comic book friends, because this was before hip-hop bridged that gap. So groups like the Wu-Tang helped Wu-Tang, bridge that gap. Yeah, Wu-Tang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, uh, you know what I mean? Like Meth, like, Meth has said a million times, he wasn't into the kung fu shit, but he was into comic books. That's why, you know, Ghost Rider, Mr. Meth. You know what I mean? There, there's a whole lot of comic book, allegory. I can't think of the word. And you windows. Yeah. Antidote. Yeah. Uh, in, 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 in his lyrics where a lot of the other shit was Kung Fu with some of the others, but before they bridge that gap, you know what I mean? You kept, I, yeah, I had my nerd friends well, over here and like, I had my hip hop friends over here. It's and not like the hip hop. I was popular, but that was the only reason. It's not like the woo were all just like chilling together before they formed the group either. Well, they all, they were all like connected some, somehow. Some, yeah. Yeah, so they all knew somebody who knew somebody or yeah. like. Like each one knew, but it's not like they were all kicking it and no. they're like, "Oh, we need to make a group." Yeah, because Meth was young, was one of the younger ones. Yeah, he was. What, and 19? how crazy is it? Like, where do you? It's like when you're thinking about making a group, you're thinking maybe tops three, four. I'd say four, three or four, but there's nine. Yeah. They, they just, said they weren't making any money off shows, you know what I mean, when they first started. You because know? they got to pay everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean? If, if they were getting 1000 bucks a show, you had to split that nine ways, you know what I mean? So everybody gets 120 yeah. bucks. It was like 100 because you know what I mean? Because then RZA was doing all the production, so he was paying for everything. So, it, yeah, they, they said that was insane. But, like, RZA, Jizza, and ODB are cousins. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Rizza, Jizza. Uh, I thought they were all just friends. No, those three, those three, and they were in a group before that was called All Meth, In Together. Now. Meth was working in like a fucking store as like security or some shit, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know how. There was a lot of that that was fictionalized for the TV show, so I don't know how much the store working was. But I know he was, he was friends with somebody else, and they. they I thought brought, he knew Rizza somehow. He did. Uh, he did, but somebody brought him to RZA. Like they all went to high school together, most of them. You know what I mean? So they heard about him just freestyling at yeah. school, right? But like Ghost was dating one of one of uh, RZA's sisters. So like the girl that played his sister in a TV show is like an amalgamation. I of, never like, did finish that show. He I had watch it again. He had uh, like six sisters. So the one girl was like all his sisters into one. But yeah, Ghost. Matter of fact, Ghost has a baby. I think he's married to Riz's sister. You know what I mean? So they're all connected. In, you know what I mean? In different ways. But but yeah. The, but he was a genius. Like but matter of fact, before the Wu Tang. There were other rappers that were in groups that had separate, you know, they had solo careers, but they had to be signed to the same label. You know what I mean? So, like, MC Ren, Cube, and all of them, that's why that whole beef, you know what I mean, when when Cube left NWA, you know what I mean, because he wanted to sign to a different label and he couldn't. So, RZA was the first person in hip-hop that's that when, when he signed their contract, you know what I mean, he was like... We're, as a group, we're signed to Loud Records, but each individual member, if yeah, they want not. to, they can sign to whoever they want to. That had never been done in hip hop before them. So RZA was a genius. But is uh, a genius. They had to have the leverage to do that too, though. But yeah, but they they you came around. I mean? a, they came around in a time like they. Well, they just happened to be lucky enough to be well, not lucky, but no, they, they were for that, they were yeah. lucky and skilled enough to because there's a little bit of luck. I mean, just. Well, got, yeah, for no, those stars to align in the for the, the I, just for the Wu Tang to even happen, I wouldn't say luck as far because I mean with R- that many people, RZA and and Jizza had already failed. Both of them had already had record contracts and didn't go anywhere with them. You know what I mean? So the fact that 
you had already failed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You learned. You but learned. They gave him experience. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and I think that's why he did it better the second time. You know what I mean? Because I have like uh, that. Ooh, we love you, Rakim. I have that on vinyl. You know what I mean? But yeah. I didn't. I I didn't realize that was RZA until fucking years later. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't say fucking RZA on there. It says Prince Rakim. Right. You know what I mean? It, oh and and he's talking about. His voice is the same, but he's talking about it was a real LL Cool J esque song. Okay, talking about girls, it's so cheesy. You know what I mean? But the, you gotta start somewhere and then like work towards like mastery. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like what he did with with the Wu Tang because because Mama said knock you out. Oh, I love it's it. L was my hero. <laughs> okay, but you look at like Eminem, right? Right. Yeah. And you look at Infinite. Yeah, I love Infinite, but Infinite, he rap like Nas. No, it, yeah, Infinite's dope, but he's rapping like Nas. He's, it's not his, his own he's style. Not, he's not Slim Shady yet. No, he wasn't. He's not Eminem. Like, he's he's emulating his idols. Yep. And that's exactly what the Riz is doing with that type of shit. Facts. And then you you slowly develop your own sound. Mm-hmm. It t- yeah, it took me a while. Like, my, my flow, I think, is it's definitely East Coast-based. But it, it had a mix of Mob Deep, Wu Tang, Rakim. You know what I mean? Like but there, there was a lot of different people that helped me. Mob Deep was fucking. That's just you guys paying homage to those who came before but, you. But, that, but, you know. but it, yeah, took, but it, but it but, took me a minute to find my and, own and style, that, and that's okay. But like, my point is, is like eventually you got to work towards your own thing. Oh, yeah, right. And, well, it, and it's almost like rock stars you know, or you know rock and roll artists like Elvis or things doing covers of songs that have came before him right. like Blue Suede Shoes, Hound Dog, things like that. I and think that was easier for somebody like him or maybe well, you know, depending on how you look at I it. I think with singer there's there's been a lot there's been a lot of with sing I don't like to compare singers with hip hop cuz it's a, it's a very different forum. Like the whole thing with the ghostwriters and hip hop I think every rapper should write their own shit because that's your skill is writing. You're, you're, it's not like you're singing. You're, you're, you're making your words rhyme, and they should be in your own voice. If you're singing, like a lot of people have the, have a, have the skill to sing, but they can't write their own music. Having the skill to sing is a skill of itself. So if you can't write music, that's fine. There have been a lot of people that couldn't write music yeah. that, could, that could sing, and they still have you they know, had that people skill. writing. But, music it, but it's them. different. You're talking over a beat. If you can't write your own lyrics to talk over a beat, I have a very If you're not big telling one. your own story. Exactly, yeah. Fucking somebody else is doing it for you. You know what I mean? And that's why when I hear... P- that shit's din- disingenuous and you can't fuck with that. Because Thank you. Hip-hop has always and forever been, and you start with N.W.A. or, or shit like that. It's especially with N.W.A. actually because... They weren't just rapping; they were telling, they were inner giving, city stories, uh, well, their stories, uh, right? And they were giving people a perspective into something maybe they didn't understand, and also speaking for people that were in it with them. So it's like, if they were, I mean, they did, they were ghostwriting for each other. So Cube was writing for Easy E, but Easy E was a gangster turned rapper. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's but yeah, because he ne- he didn't start out rapping. They just yeah. came to him and were like, "Hey, man, we need a little realness." No, they were like, "We need some money," and he was a D boy. You know what I'm saying? Well, right, and they needed ba- financial backing and all yeah. that shit. But honestly, that's the same way with 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 the with the Wu. Like fucking Riz's older brother and Power, uh, like 
they had two drug dealers that were backing them. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't do that no more. Please, half <laughs> well, the rappers that are out it. now. The, oh, I know. That's how you get it, like because it. T- that's what people don't realize. It takes money to get into the music industry unless you're extremely lucky, and that's it's it's a it's a it's a very easy well, way just, to clean. Just to money. put on a low budget show takes money. My, hell yeah. Um, honestly, yo, I tell people all the time, my story, my success story in Wyoming, is the reverse of what Ludacris did. Like Ludacris was uh, was a radio DJ. Yeah. Chris Lover Lover. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, he's on uh, yep. one of Timbaland's albums yep. using that name before he switched to Ludacris. Yeah. But I used to listen to a lot of Ludacris. He was uh, he's 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 a top tier. I'd say top twenty. I'm gonna play a little Luda. Actually. Uh, I was gonna play something else, but he. Uh, so while he was working at the radio, he had a very successful radio show. When he decided he wanted to rap, he was selling his CDs out of the trunk of his car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and the then, merch and, is what makes their money. And then, but he he ended up making a buzz for himself in Atlanta. He was born in Chicago. You know, See, what I, mean? I did but, not know that. Yeah, but but he but he made. And for me, it was totally the opposite. Like I came to Casper, made a buzz for myself rapping. You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody knew who I was from rapping, and then DJing in the bars and shit. And then that caught the eye of my former boss at the radio station, Donovan Short. Props for him for taking a chance with me. And then I end up with a successful radio career. But I got my radio career. From rapping. So whenever I hear one thing that pisses me off, and I'll get off this one real quick, but I see it almost every year. I'm starting to see it less because I've been calling motherfuckers out. But every year I would see somebody that would post a video, don't feel bad, or not a video, a meme, don't feel bad about your life. There's somebody in your hometown still trying to be a rapper. Like, shut that shit the fuck up, man. Like, you know what I mean? There's people that, that that's play. Hater, that's yeah, that's hater aid. There's yeah. motherfuckers that go to, go to the rec center every day. That play basketball or play volleyball it, that are never going to go pro. Yeah, or even semi pro. Yeah, they're not. They're not doing it because they want to be pros. They're doing it because it's fun and they're good at hey, it. Hey, look at this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's I, what we're, I mean. We're doing the same fucking thing. And and I, so I hate whenever anybody puts out a hate. It's like you, you could make that. Meme we don't about do this anything. to be famous. Yeah, we, we do, do it for because, the love. If yeah. it kicks off and we get famous, yeah, But like, we're gonna keep doing this no matter what. Facts. Well, because a we enjoy it. We're all factually knowledge in what we're you know talking about. Yes, sir. And it's entertaining. I know all those listeners out there that do listen are entertained because I've talked to people that have listened to it and they're like, oh yeah, we've listened to a you know episode here and episode there. You know, it's like when I'm at work and I was you know every other time when I was on the shows and stuff, I'd put it on, you know, blast it on my speakers, and I'd force everybody to listen to it. I didn't <laughs> that's what's up. Hell yeah. You're like, what is this bullshit? I'm like, this is nerd Where stuff. Where we at? Uh, we're about to shut it down. I'm going to, I'm going to, and you brought up Ludacris, and I like that, because I used to listen to a lot of <laughs> Ludacris um, back in the day, and his freestyle. last week? <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? I'm he, just, fucking... he had to get that one in there. You guys talking like I'm young and shit. Stop. Well, I, I appreciate I, it. Yeah, well, you're younger damn. than both of us. Damn. <laughs> Reverse right. damn. There you go. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna run it out. Uh, we're about forty minute hour and forty five. It seems like we've been talking for three hours. Yeah, God, yeah. This, but we also paused a couple times. This was, uh, this bro. Was, this was fun. Yeah, it was. and I'm telling you, we should do this more. Just sit here and bullshit. We don't like. I think we. I think we put ourselves in a box by, like saying, "Oh, thinking we got to have like a premise." For every single one, like no. this shit, and like I've been wanting to do a just talk I mean, hip hop yeah. episode for a long time. Oh yeah, 
It was, it was nice to do that. Hell yeah. So we're going to send it off with some. Luda. Mouth, Luda. Chris Bridges. Mouthing off. Full eyes. <laughs> Just because I wear glasses. No, dude, bro. Like, I doubt you've heard this. Probably not. This shit is. I'm like, I know a handful of Luda songs that I've listened to that you know were either on the radio or. Yeah. Oh, I know this one. Actually, I think I've listened to this. They give you an eighty dollar gift certificate. The pussies are rust. I eat the whole pie and leave nothing but the crust. So you can feel what it's like with instinct, but no gut. A sack with no nuts, a mac with no slut. Give me a full body massage, I still can't be touched. They call me Seymour Butt. Cause I get more ass than most They say I'm next And got that butter love And get too Go close. to the comic zone oh. Dot com Yes sir And anywhere Where we got all Our podcast You know what it is nerds And as always Stay nerd Stay nerdy Liar So many major chords That I thought I had a million You know who that is right Huh Uh a million. She was in uh, yeah. Jay Z's group. Major coins. Blow up the earth with my pew 36 explosive space modulator. Buddha be praised, you meditator. Drop squad interrogator. 85% regulator. The educator and the almighty creator. Dedicator. The separator of fiction. I spark friction. Smoking hate without the crucial confliction. Four prescription. Microphone. Jackie Stallone. Psychic prediction. Egyptian description of my physical. My flesh is weak and it's pitiful Spiritual is hooked up to the invisible Umbilical cord of my lord Kumbaya divine car Remove paper a tar from every cigar I slap authority like the boy Jar Jar Half a law, half antichrist superstar Ripping the microphone with a hand like Dr. Claw While I'm hitting trees Harder than Sonny Bono Double dragon mixed up within a bobo I kill villains in slow-mo For talking crazy in my dojo Got nothing to lose like I'm a box car Hobo. When I get ludicrous with bridges on the promo, niggas want to clown, I'm homie and bozo. Cause in the grand prize game, my life calling like Jojo. The name sticks like Togo. I keep it realer than alien autopsy photo. You similar to a Spice Girl going solo. You lost like Kirby or a dog named Toto. My statue of liberty is Rebecca Lobo. Recop Robo. That shit's sick. Yeah, it was. Like a motherfucking homo. Como Estas. Tony Bust ass like a motherfucking homo. Homo. <laughs> no homo. On the microphone, for eyes I stay gifted, manifested, elevated, I uplifted. The elevator, the escalator, that's not a knife, that's a knife. Crocodile, don't need the alligator, rustler. Ooh, I forgot about Thank you, Paul Hogan. What album was this from? Which album? Was this Louis' first album? Yo, my third eye's blinky. Which album was that from? Back for the first time. That is his first album. Okay. Yeah. Switch I thought to Chrome so. to protect yourself from malware. You yeah, know what it is, nerds? <laughs> Keep it black. Peace. Hey, hold your fire. This man's not black. <laughs> hold your fire. This man isn't black. <laughs> yes, I am, damn it. <laughs>